coming to you live from Chicago's Northwest Side. It is the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your host, Steve-O. That's at Drunk Shy Sox fan on Twitter. And Hot Take Tommy. On this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we're actually live. We we're are. Actually live. F it. We're doing it live, baby. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit of the promo schedule that just came out. It was leaked. Let's go. We love being at the ballpark, so we're going to talk about it. We've got also a little bit of uh, our ideas for fixing tanking, so that's going to go well. All this brought to you by us. Just us. Make sure you rate, subscribe, review. Honestly, hey, we're not in here asking for your money. We're not in here asking for much other than, hey... Give us your feedback. If you like us, if you don't like us, we, that's great. We like it all. We are your favorite four-star White Sox baseball podcast. Hell yeah. So, Tom, how you doing today? I feel like shit. Um, I oh, <laughs> not good. And it's not because he has the virus, folks. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, I wouldn't have invited you over if I had the virus. Facts. I have um, the booster in this arm, though, so it's uh, it's feeling like right don't there. please. So really, if he's gonna be pissing me off, it's gonna be right in that shoulder, folks. Uh, right yeah. in that shoulder. So I feel like shit. the The left arm is completely dead, um, and I wasn't able to run yesterday. Probably not gonna be able to run today. Ooh. Um, well, who knows? I'll get that nap in. I'll get that that one p.m. nap. We'll see how we go from there. All right. So speaking of which, how are you doing on White Sox Run Club stuff? Uh, there's my. There's my run calendar. You can't actually. Right oh, you there. Can't you see can see it. it a little bit. Yeah. So I've gotten. Uh, I posted a, a solid two miles since February started. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you know, I'm not really doing much better. I think since February started, I've got like I had four, six, something like that. You had um, two off days. Okay, but that's because of what, Tom? I had off days of work because of. Uh, yeah, teachers don't go to. school. Uh, school when oh, it snows. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. Teachers don't work <laughs> lazy, when there's precipitation. human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and if there's any, if it's too cold, if it's too cold, just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, no, you had you had two off days. I had Wednesday, that. Wednesday and Thursday off this week, which was nice. Yeah. And um, I'm happy Wednesday, for you. I feel like you know there was a lot of snow, and I feel like that was justified. Yes. Thursday, I have no idea why we were off. <laughs> there was supposed to be a ton of snow. There was. Did they just call it ahead of time, or did they like call it like? Because they're it literally did they called not it snow. ahead of time. They called it like Wednesday at three thirty. They're like no, nah, maybe it was either. more like five thirty, but still. Well, did you go to the neighborhood? Maybe it wasn't plowed well. Like not to be a dick, but like the west side doesn't get as many. No, plows. well that's the thing, you know that, and then on top of like, yeah, I'm sure the plow jobs were rough in the area, and then on top of that, you know, a ton of our teachers are coming, you know, from further out. Yeah, you know, whether it be further out in the city or further out in the burbs, so it's it's a little bit of a little bit of a haul. Um, especially in that snow. So whatever. It is what it is. I'm glad I got a little bit of extra rest. But you didn't run because... I mean, the sidewalks are terrible. I went for a run a couple days ago, three miles in the snow. My time dipped dramatically. Um, oh, oh, but it is what your, it is, you your know? 630 mile was more like a 645 mile. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I'm looking here in the comments. Our buddy, you know, Carrie said, I like White Sox Lift Club much better, even though I don't do either. <laughs> um, so we'll keep that in mind for all of our lifters. Yeah, um, I am. I am chat. never going to be um, yoked. Yoked boy. I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tommy and I getting into a fight with each other would be actually quite the oh, not quite today, the sight. Not today, please. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I'm telling you right here in this shoulder, <laughs> folks. I'm going for it later when God. Tommy's pissing me off. 
Um, especially when we start <sighs> talking about White Sox baseball. Because Tom, what are we? Uh, we're a White Sox baseball podcast. We're a White Sox baseball podcast. Tom, what's the most White Sox recent news? So public? yeah, we have ourselves a promo schedule, an official promo schedule with about half of the items. We don't, we haven't been able to see the Thursday, the T-shirt Thursday shirts. Haven't been able to see the bobbleheads, um, but we have everything else on the on that promo schedule. And since we like being at the ballpark, we want to talk about absolutely, it. absolutely. So let's run through. You want to run through these giveaways? Well, biggest news up top: Dollar Dog Wednesday still not back. It's not a thing yet. And cheap, I, I cheap wanted, ass Jerry. I want oh, cheap motherfucker. Um, you know, I, even though those do, those dollar dogs were not the quality, you know, oh. Vienna beef dogs. You I don't know, care. Really, if but it's for like a buck, it's a buck. If right? it's I'll pay red food coloring and like rotted meat in a tube, I'll eat it if it's a dollar. You know, <laughs> that's like, uh, that's interesting. I, <laughs> I I'll remember that. I'll remember that. So. Well, I mean, you get your money's worth. You get your money's worth, and I'm okay with it. I mean, how many fucking dogs did you eat in, you, in one sitting? You're you're coming down on me. A couple different times last, uh, not last year. Why did I say last year? 2019. Good 2019. God, that yeah. was forever ago. Yep, I uh, I downed Better 11 times. in two different on two different occasions. So didn't you like wake up sweating like? Oh, I had the meat sweats or the fake meat sweats. Definitely. Uh, Just that, like hot dog coming day. out of your pores. Thank God <laughs> for that being the summer break. Um, but all that being said, let's hop into this promotional schedule. It yes. starts yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. with the pennant, right? The the White Sox <sighs> division champions pennant. I very big mixed feelings about it. So yeah, it's opening weekend, isn't it? At the at the ballpark. They're doing the AL twenty twenty one AL Central Divisional Champion pennant. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly depressing because of Absolutely. We I mean, got, here's the, the it deal. just reminds me that we got bounced. I literally saw the pennant and I was like, I remember walking, like sitting in our seats, you and I, yep. just being depressed as hell. We I, were as depressed as Liam Hendricks was in like, oh, right. So because bad. we, we, so we saw him, he was the last guy on the field too. Yeah. That's bringing up Liam, right? He was the last guy just sitting there taking it all in from the season and being like, how are we going to get back here and get further next year? And I think that's the big thing, too, with the pennant, right? Yeah. The pennant is – it gives that symbolism of like, hey, yeah, like we won our first division title in 13 years. Yeah. But we fell short of what the goal was or even for – like the team should have went way further than, you know. Yeah. Them. I mean, we had higher expectations. Fucking Astros, for sure. man. I fucking hate. I mean, the they Astros. were better prepared. They were they were the hotter team. Correa is a, a fucking lot stronger than we were. Monster. He doesn't even look human. No. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, well, it was the first time I'd seen him live in like years, and he was like a freak. Well, he had a He's career year last year. You know, long and just hits fucking piss r- missiles everywhere. Anyway. I hate him. I hate him. Fuck that guy. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> yeah, Promotional yeah, yeah. schedule. Yeah, yeah. So it was the. Uh, it, it is like that bittersweetness to the pennant. I think, and that's like, yeah, like you said, first division win in thirteen years. Is that yeah. right? Oh wait, fucking hell, bro. But yeah, but on top of that, though, I'm just depressed. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, but I don't mind the pennant. I do like. I think it has it's a good a, look. Yeah, it's cute. I know it's kind it's of nice. You know, you know, it's got the big BMO logo on there, but that's uh, it's a promo, right? Yeah. Well, um, you, you love BMO Harris Bank because BMO Harris Bank Center, Rockford, Illinois, baby. Let's go White Hawks. Um, 
<laughs> who are playing a lot better hockey, by the way. Um, who, who cares? Oh, God. <laughs> well, I would rather watch the Ice Hogs than, than the atrocity that plays at 1901 Madison Street, a.k.a. not the not, not the Bulls. The Bulls. Not Bulls. them, but, you know, the other guys. Um, Yikes. Don't even want to talk about them. Rocky Wirtz is kind of a douche. Uh, Rocky Wirtz is canceled, big time. <laughs> Consul, consulate, <laughs> consulate Wirtz. There it is. <laughs> um, second giveaway is the next ball game, next yes. home game, which yeah, is yeah, the yeah. White Sox crew neck. Crew neck sweatshirt. Sweatshirt. So I actually, apparently I didn't know it was getting hate. But I think it's really nice. People think the design is basic. I think it's it is, nice. It yeah. can, it's basic, but it's got like that throwback feel, you know, that like mid to late nineties kind of feel to it. So 100%. you know, hey, mid to late nineties kid here, so I'm loving it. I like how you said mid to late nineties, even though you you were born Born in ninety five, but I grew up in the late nineties. Okay, there you go. I was like, were you born in across multiple years or Absolutely. <laughs> I I am ethereal. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but that's that's my favorite giveaway, actually. The whole year is, like... So far. So far. Of right? what's announced, right? Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> sorry, I just saw a comment. Alex <laughs> comment that I hate the Bulls confirmed. Not true. Not true. As I'm wearing uh, a Bulls hat. <laughs> okay, I, I... That was that was my bone to pick. We'll get to it later. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, here yeah. we go. That was my bone to pick. I'll, I'll get back to it. We got to get through this this promo schedule. But that is that is my favorite promo. That uh, okay. the crew neck sweatshirt is my favorite promo. I'm gonna definitely go to the game. It's also timely because it's at April second, I think. Right. So it's gonna be cold as fuck. Yep. Probably snowing, and they're gonna be giving out these sweaters. And uh, yeah, I'll wear that shit. Till it's fucking oh, absolutely, rags. absolutely, and hopefully because I think they're probably going to do medium and XLs like they do with the T-shirt. Definitely getting that crew neck and an XL so I can wear stuff like underneath it or like you know, like you know, that's going to be the move because I'm going to want that on top. It's not one of those things I'm going to want underneath. Plus, then you can grow into it. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, because you know, I got I got to get one away thick this season, baby. I you was thinking know. in like you know. Five, six years, oh, not yeah. this season. Oh, man, this season, I'm, I'm packing on the 30 pounds of beer weight. I hope everybody's ready for it. No, I'm kidding. I got to stay lean and mean for the wedding, man. 30, yes. I got to look good you. for the yeah, wedding yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got to start moisturizing my face, apparently, yes, like you told me to Lord, do. All right. Um, a couple other so. big ones to highlight are the uh, giveaways, yes. are the White Sox hockey sweater. Hockey yeah. jersey as they're advertising it. Then it's that's got what, the South Side branding. The South Side branding I love on the front. Um I've never usually been a big um I've never been a big fan of the crossover sports usually. Yeah. Um I like the Bulls jerseys when they do that. But I, I actually like this one. Because I'm actually like, a Bulls fan, Steve. Here's the thing is is that stop. <laughs> no, there it is. Bad shoulder, folks. Um, nope. I uh, but I do like the South Side crossover, like the idea of crossing over the South Side with the, with the hockey, you know. And I like how you almost said Blackhawks and then uh-uh. you. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. So I'm I'm actually excited for that giveaway. Actually, a little bit more excited than the other major one that's highlighted, which is the Hawaiian shirt. I, the Hawaiian shirt, I could go with or without. Uh, people who 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 is it? Who are your sources that well, say? Well, my sock summer yeah. apparently said uh, because him and Josh Nelson hosted a space together um, to talk about the promos a couple days ago. Well, they probably like were given first rights to first refusal on these like promos, <laughs> knowing who they are. Right. Um, so J- Brooks Boyer, uh, my, Brooks Boyer, my sock <laughs> summer Jacob, no government names. Um, he. <laughs> He uh, 
<laughs> he uh, said that apparently, according to, to his source, they look way better in person than they do on the picture. Because on the picture, it does look a little iffy. Yeah, I um, agree. I agree. I don't think – here's the thing. is It's sponsored by Beggars, so it's got the pizza slices on there, which is fine. Yeah. I think the white one that they did in 2019 – That one was sick. That was awesome. Like, I still wear that one on the reg. It's just sick. It's so just the coolest shit. I don't world. know if it's going to top that one. So Yeah. I, you, the thing about it, though, is like – Hawaiian's Hawaiian shirts are so in vogue. You're gonna have to do one every year. They people love that shit, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what do you? I, you can't top once you reach the pinnacle with that white Hawaiian sweater shirt. I don't know, man. It's For just sure. all downhill. For sure. Um, these bobbleheads I got to talk about. So they've announced yes. four bobbleheads <laughs> that they are going to be. They doing. won't show you what player because they're locked out. That's can't right. Use their likeness. Can't use their likeness right now. But um, we've heard some predictions on, on what these bobbleheads will look like so far and what people are hoping for. Um, I think Nick Morowski of Good Guys, Good Guys Talk Back, he had a tweet the day the promo schedule was announced. Um, and he's predicting – his prediction is Luis Robert – um, Larry Garcia, Larry Legend, Larry, uh, Liam Hendricks, and Lance Lynn are his four that he's predicting are going to get bobbleheads. What are your thoughts on that list? What do you What are you thinking? Who are your four going to be? Well, I love the idea of the Lynn bobblehead because you you know it's going to be the right the, the Rick, exactly the Ric Flair like yeah that, that or or him shouting you know yes some some expletive yeah. it's just like that's right the, 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 I want I want a talking you want, I want a talking Lance Lynn bobblehead <laughs> press the button slap dick motherfuckers <laughs> that's what I want <laughs> that would be perfect <laughs> that's that's gorgeous yeah they would never top that that would be like the Hawaiian shirt all over again and there, I know talking no bobbleheads are a thing I had a Steve yeah. Irwin talking bobblehead when I was a kid so R.I.P. Why? <laughs> Did you go to the zoo and then... No, actually, I think I wanted it Dave and Buster's. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> absurd. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, no, I like Nick's list. I think it's uh, I think it's good. He went with all current players. That's so correct. I think that's where I am going to differ. I actually okay. pulled up a list. Um, and the first the first thing is there if, and this is a big if, if they mm-hmm. re-sign my ace, Carlos Rodan... They're going to do a toe hitter, the no hitter. Um, I do like yeah. this take. I just don't think they're going to re-sign him. Yeah, that's the thing. If It's only going to happen if they re-sign him. Like, they probably get the design ready to go. If they re-sign him, they'll, they'll, print, they'll print them. They'll manufacture them. They'll right. mold them. They'll take their clay. Anyway, um, <laughs> then the other, the other ones that I had, though, um, these are the more realistic ones. It's going to be uh, probably the – I agree with the Leary legend, which is hilarious because the fan base actually doesn't love him that much. But it's going to be the three-run home run to dead center. I think they're going to – I think it would be cool if they had, like, the launch angle of the ball and they had the exploding scoreboard, like, and then the, just the dead center, like, the ball leaving the bat. Oh, I don't okay. know how you do it. But that's my point. You want like, like be, a whole like the fucking bobblehead would be like this. <laughs> want, it'd be fucking huge. He wants a foot by foot bobblehead. <laughs> They're giving away like crates at the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. That'd be sick as hell. Bobble Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm looking for. Um, so that'd be sick. Uh, but somehow they're gonna memorialize that three-run home run, or they're just gonna be like. You know, hey, we signed him. He's going to be a White Sox for life. I don't know. Like some way of saying like he's been here since 
forever. Um, then I was thinking, and this is where I veer a little bit from the the list of players that are currently on the team. I think they're going to do Benetti Stoney because they've never Ooh, done. I like that idea. I mean, they've done stuff for Hawk, right? But they haven't exactly. done anything for these guys. Yeah, they've and been it, in the booth for a while now. And of course, it's going to be sponsored by Nationwide. And this is another. Ooh. There's another voice. There's another voice when you hit it and they sing together. Now that would be a great talking bobblehead. I would love and it. Fam- family friendly bobblehead. Yes, and you know, like maybe they could print an extra twenty k of them because they're going to be sponsored by Nationwide, so they it's on the cheap. So, well, you had a throwback one that you were thinking, right? You okay. said an Ed Farmer one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They've never done an Ed Farmer one. Okay. May he rest in peace. And I, I think like you know, mind you, that's straight in line. Like they're not going to do both Benetti and Stony. And Ed Farmer. That's a lot of broadcast. Like they they'll right. they'll space it out. Maybe they do Ed Farmer this year. They do uh, Benetti and Stony next year or something. But you also got to do Benetti before he like sells out and goes all the way to ESPN for sells you know. out. <laughs> no, he actually gets paid and recognized for what he's worth yes. as an announcer, and he's a, does an incredible job across multiple sports. Yes, he does. Um. Last one. I have one more because, you know. The You're allowed four. You're not allowed a fourth one. Well, look, one. If, if, Rodon, if Rodon doesn't get signed back, I need a fourth one. All I right. need a backup. All right, okay. I'll let you have it. So, the back-to-back AL reliever of the year, Liam Hendricks, bobblehead. Okay. It's a must. Liam, bobblehead. And that's another one where you could do the voice, like, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> that'd be good. And that's yeah, another one where. Multiple expletives, you know. Yes. Multiple recorded expletives there on that one. Or just a grunt. like. <laughs> so we want talking bobbleheads, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is the goal. Talking bobbleheads this yes. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to go with my four really quick. Apologies, I know we got we got to I got to roll through these real quick. Um, I want a Yasmani bobblehead. Um, Yasmani. With the bat drop or without the bat drop? A bat drop one would be cool. I've always liked catcher bobbleheads, though. There was mm-hmm. um, an A.J. Pierzynski one that came out probably almost a decade ago where he uh, they had a mask. That went around his neck. Like Dude. there was an actual catcher's mask, part of the bobblehead, um, which was really cool. And I think they it? could do that. No, still got it intact, baby. <laughs> I was I took very good care of my bobbleheads, you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> Steve um, Irwin's still around. <laughs> exactly. See, I still got that Steve Irwin bobblehead somewhere. Oh um, the But I would love a Yasmani bobblehead. He's been a PR face for multiple, like everywhere he's gone. Yeah. Fans love him. PR loves him. He's always willing to be, and he's always uh, apparently like from people that I've talked to who have talked to people in the Brewers organization. <laughs> so like you know, third hand, you know, pass on of information. Talk to a guy yeah. who talked to a guy who talked to a guy exactly. who talked to exactly. Grandal. So so he's a nice guy. But we apparently, like confirmed. when he came to Milwaukee, <laughs> he was like, "Wow, like I'm so surprised that you guys want me to be a part of this. Like I, I love this. Like I'm really excited to be like you know one of these faces of these or the organization. Uh, you know, even though it was for a short period of time, Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, but you know, same in Chicago. And and oh, yeah. I think he he absolutely deserves a bobblehead as being you know one of the most underappreciated White Sox. That's fair. Players. Um, second one. Um, I'm gonna go with Luis Robert. Um, I I, I think uh, to be honest with you, I think with Liam being the AL reliever of the year, back to back years. Yeah. He's probably got a higher shot. Yeah. Uh, but a Luis bobblehead would be really sick. He's a long term player, so. Right. You know, maybe he gets his bobblehead in future years. Good point. Third one, Dylan Cease. 
Dylan Cease has been on this team since 2019. He has a yeah. minor league bobblehead. He does not have a pro bobblehead. Good so, point. That's a good call, actually. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my fourth one, since, you know, usually, you know, the White Sox, not as bad as the Bears in living with the past, living in the past, but we, we do like to commemorate our past players, which is fair. Yeah. You know, we've got a rich history, semi-rich history of three championships. One between 1918 and 2004 or 2005, um, <laughs> but I do have to say this: you have a long history. It is it. <laughs> Minnie got in the hall. Yes, Minnie needs that's, a Minnie needs a Hall of Fame bobblehead. That's that's make it happen. That's the one. That's I'm not sure one. what it's like or what what the process is with using players' likeness, um, either after they've passed or just when they're retired. The state, right? Um, I think so. I mean, hell, Minnie Minosa was on MLB The Show 20. So it can't yeah. be that hard to get him on a bobblehead, right? Yeah. Especially since it's through the org. Ooh, so ooh. Get the get Minnie Minoso and then Jose Abreu and then Oscar Colas and then <laughs> just stack them up. The, the, Yo, the, the, like. the Cuban bobblehead, baby. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, yeah, the Cuban bobblehead Minnie collection. The, Minnie the, the Cuban middle. collection. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by the Chicago White Sox. There's your Osmani Grandal. There, in there we go. Yep, yep. So those are my four. Those are my four. And the one that I of these that I really want to see happen is the mini bobblehead. That's I fair. think I would kill for a mini bobblehead. I would be, I would be in line hours. So early. you would murder people to get a mini mini. Absolutely. Bobblehead. No, no, I'm All kidding. Right, so no, <laughs> no, it should not be on air. Especially why? Uh, All right. You know, you brought up Dower Dogs, and as we wrap up this promotional schedule part, um, I gotta ask you. What's going to be the next White Sox gimmick? What What are they going to have to do to get – I mean, obviously, the product is what's getting people in the seats now. Yes. But there's got to be something fun. Like, there's got to be something, like, that would happen only at, you know, a right. triple league – triple A minor league ball club. Right. You know, or, you know, the Rockford Ice Hawks type promotion. You know, like, yeah. we need something wild. Yeah. Um, I think they should do, you know, Southpaw-themed uh, – Weed nugs, and then <laughs> <laughs> hey, marijuana is legal now. So <laughs> I would just, love this. I know there out. are avid listeners of our podcast, Cough Cough Carry, um, <laughs> who would love this as well. Just every Wednesday, you get a Southpaw weed nug, and it's just it That's doesn't good. have to be a lot. Just That's like good. you know, a couple grams. I don't. Know. I don't. Couple I grams. Don't know. He's like a couple grams. Folks. I don't know what weed is, dude. I don't, but this is the plan. This is the plan. That's the gimmick. That's what's gonna get people in the seats. You think that wouldn't work, bro? People would be flying to the south side to get those tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you bump the ticket price up, like I don't know, like ten bucks per seat or whatever. I don't know, percent, ten percent per seat. There we go. And then you just like get people driving in for Honestly, a Wednesday night game. The Come profit on. you would get. On free on free weed night, even if it's just a little tiny dank nug, with Southpaw's with face South, on, oh, like on the, the wrapping, yeah. on the wrapping, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's wrapped in a little in a little dime bag with like uh, you know, and dime bag usually <laughs> refers to harder drugs, but nonetheless, but Southpaw's face on it, you know, with a nice thumbs up too. Actually, can we get beef loaf? Picture the picture of Beef Wolf and Southpaw next to each other, thumbs up, and then like everybody's eyes are like red and like yeah, no, that'll be that's the that's the giveaway. That's uh, uh, that's geez. it. But what I was really gonna say, sorry, that was a sidetrack. It's good. Um, but I, I was really thinking like this T-shirt Thursday thing. They think that that's 
their gimmick. They think that's enough or whatever. Like they do a t-shirt every Thursday Thursday home game. Okay. And they're probably thinking to themselves, yeah, that's enough. That's enough giveaways. That's like every Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Plus there are other promotions. They think like, and then we do fireworks sometimes. It's like you hit a, you do fireworks every fucking time you hit a home run. All right. I I admit they do a lot more than some major league organizations do with promotions and getting people, you know, trying to get more and more people in the stands, especially on weekdays. Um, but I, yeah, I need something. I need something wild like that. Like that would just be absolutely insane. So in the Bay Area, at, uh, at the Giants have an yeah. E forty <laughs> VIP day. Why don't we have like so, you know what? What would be like the Chicago equivalent of E forty? I mean, probably Chance. But ooh, is he that washed? <laughs> but but you could also do I don't know maybe Vic Mensa Lupe oh Lupe like, Fiasco is Lupe great Lupe Fiasco right any of these guys Vic you, Mensa would be a good one too yeah, right? yeah. especially since he's from the South Side there's definitely guys hasn't Chief Keith thrown out the first pitch yeah like, yeah absolutely get Chief Keith Chief Keith night at the ballpark <laughs> folks let's make it happen and you can pay for a VIP experience with them where you get the Q and A because that's what they're doing that's what they're doing at E40 over at the Giants oh man so that poor, would be poor Chief Keith and his Aspergers I don't know if he can take a Q&A session, oh, man. No. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that would be fun Jeez. as fuck. I'm just saying. I'm Holy just saying. Holy cow. Holy cow. Oh, man. All right. Well, Tom, we're not taking a break. We're no, just going to we pull don't right have time for that shit. Right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what, are we going to just, like, let them look at my closet while I – yeah, no. Let um, them look at your White Sox run calendar here. Oh, yeah. They can inspect it for <laughs> realism or whatever. Well, I know one thing that you wanted to talk about, Tom – is the issue of tanking yes. in baseball this week. Yes. So, uh, all right. I am ready. I So, okay. I, as your phone goes <laughs> off. Fuck you. So on brand, <laughs> folks. Okay. So, it was a – of course, it was like a Chicago Tribune, like, Winter Olympics article that had to, like, ding on my phone right when – I'm not popular, by the way, guys. Um, but anyway, tanking. Tanking is a mm-hmm. big issue, and by the – anyway, I just thought of something. Okay. So – Tanking's a big issue with the CBA, mm-hmm. right? This is like one of the main things that they want to fix. Uh, the players want to fix with the uh, collective bargaining agreement that they're trying to renew. So I thought to myself, uh, I have ideas. I, I could think of ways to fix tanking. All right, all right. And um, they may or not may or may not be feasible. May or may not be actually something that the owners would want to do. Oh, for sure. They're a thousand percent not what the owners would want to do. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I would like it. So right. I do you want to go first? Well, I was going to say I you brought you. up this topic. You prompted me in this, and I said, "Oh, I got some ideas. I got some ideas too." So do you want? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have some actual solutions. <laughs> and then my I, solutions are actual. And then I have some pretty, <laughs> I have some pretty fucking off the wall ideas too. So mine are exclusively off the wall. <laughs> Great. First off, let's be realistic. A salary floor and a salary cap. We've talked about it on the show, and I've always been an advocate of a salary floor. You know, that's one way in which you can absolutely fix tanking. But another way in which tanking can be fixed is a salary cap too because if you're looking at teams like the yankees and the dodgers right every year every single major sport has a salary cap like in in, the american sports right the the other major leagues pretty sure even the mls has one right at least in america right i was gonna say you know if you're thinking about major sports outside of america oh there's no salary cap in you know 
British Premier League soccer. They don't give a fuck. It's exactly. also English Premier League, by the way. It's the same freaking thing. It's not. Okay, Barclays Premier League. You better. There, you are, there, you there it is. <laughs> um, now, um, are they even the sponsor still? I think so. I think so, too. What the fuck is a Barclay? Uh, it's Oh, God. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> Tommy's international mind here. Um, <laughs> so salary floor and a salary cap. Uh, because you've got it in hockey, you've got it in football, you've got it in basketball. Institute one in baseball too. Um, it's it's better for the sport and it's better for competition. And we'd be able to move Dallas Keuchel. Facts. <laughs> Especially if there's a floor. The floor. The Looking floor. Yeah, straight yeah, at you, Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> An additional thing that's very easy to institute. Draft lottery. Already talked about it. Don't need to go into it any f- further. 120 losses shouldn't guarantee you the first pick. No. Okay. Last one. And this is getting, this is a little bit of a stretch, but it should absolutely happen. And something we've talked about on the show constantly, especially when we have, you know, when we have those conversations about minor league baseball, minor league baseball players need to get paid at least a fraction not because right now they get a nano measurement of what yeah they're what they've earned what they should earn yeah uh, but they should get a much larger chunk of money as a salary every single year mm-hmm. regardless of performance um, and this money should come from MLB owners if they're going to be the yeah. ones that are profiting in the future off of mm-hmm. them being on the team majorly like they're going to be the number one profiteer then. They should pay up a portion of that player salary. So you're saying like not even like the organization should be paying this straight out of Jerry's checking account. Well, like. the organization, the organization, <laughs> I guess, because they the owners also own yes. the organization, yes, right? So yes, own it the comes whole from the organization, including the Triple A, Double A, Single A, Rookie League. Right, yeah, they own it. Comes all. from the organization. Um, and then in addition to that, how do you incentivize performance on that level too? Is you can you can incentivize their pay, you can incentivize pay for the MVP of the I don't know Southern Tier League or whatever or what what whatever minor league league that 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 team is in or that player is in yeah. right the MVP or the the best pitcher or lowest ERA based on X amount of innings right you can incentivize these guys you know I know this the MVP is, of the Northwest Midwest League <laughs> exactly <laughs> but I, I I think that would be I think that'd be really great, and I think yeah. that'd be one way to really help minor league players, especially the top performing minor league players, yeah. not really be screwed until they're 24, right. 25 when they've been drafted when yeah. they're 18, 19 years old. I really like the idea of putting incentives in in these guys' contracts. Um, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. Maybe, maybe those things are real in uh, minor league contracts already, but... I mean, we don't hear about them, and if, like, all we know is that these minor league players, uh, besides their drafts, you know, compensation, when if they get yeah, picked the signing by, bonus. the signing bonus is actually pretty big, but following that, it's like, I mean, fuck, they don't make shit. Yep. And bonuses are taxed like a motherfucker, so... Also true. Now, are you ready for my two really crazy ideas? <laughs> Hit me. All right, first one. You increase, so we're talking about... Uh, making a more competitive balance, stop, stopping tanking, right? Mm-hmm. Increase the percentage of playoff revenue for teams as well as players, okay? Now, just like colleges, think about college bowl games. Yeah. The better the bowl game, the more money that college receives. Right. 
And yeah. college is the reason why a seven and six college football team that was basically dog shit all year underperformed wants to go to a bowl game is because of the money they're going to get. Yeah. Right. Do the same exact thing with the, the playoffs. Okay. Um, I think the MLB like could up the ante. I know, like for example, World Series. Oh, actually, playoff teams in general yeah. already get a chunk. They get from a commissioner's check. Or yes, something. they basically <laughs> they do. They get they get a chunk from the league based on on revenues. Um, but up that up that check. I think that would be a one way to really incentivize not tanking. Make the teams who don't make the playoffs. Right, the Ooh, check. <laughs> now we're getting now we're getting crazy. Like if you lose the division, you have to pay the team that won the division. And I think this leads perfectly into my last crazy idea, which probably will well, I can almost guarantee will never happen. But we would love to see it, bringing it back to the English Premier League, the yeah. Barclays Premier League relegation baby now and this is not inspired by ted lasso i promise um (laughs) look this is a wild shot right yeah and i'm not sure what this would look like with minor league affiliates uh because obviously affiliates have their links to different teams and whatnot but what you have triple a teams in most of them are in decent markets yeah um charlotte is a is a major league market. charlotte vegas indy Memphis, Nashville. Maybe not Indy. Nothing. <laughs> it's a decent size. They've got an NBA team. they got an NFL team. Right, exactly. Nothing sounds better to me than buying a Jacksonville jumbo shrimp jersey <laughs> or a Louisville mini bat. Mini, or Louisville bats mini bat. That, yes. Yes, yes, Come yes. on now. That Let's do it, baby. That, Relegation. Get these AAA teams a shot at the MLB. A thousand percent. And, like... <laughs> you, that means you're you're literally putting all of those like independently. Would you bring independent league or just AAA, AA? No, like? no, no. You gotta keep it affi- You gotta keep the affiliation. I think I think the the Frontier League and and all of these independent teams would just be a little bit so too complicated. The Chicago Dogs, not not in Rockford Rivets. We're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it realistic here. So the Gary Railcats. There, there gonna, you go. They're gonna be fucking the Chicago's next biggest team. I think it would have to be AAA teams. <laughs> I think it would have to be AAA. Teams. Well, you you got has set up like the incentives so oh, that they the can AAA, make their way up possibly yeah 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 there's fucking six five or six like professional leagues in the english like in the english yeah system. system yeah so we have we literally have the infrastructure in baseball set up already where that's a that's a that's an option and i would Amazing. love i would love to see like baltimore hey you fucking suck you're not in the majors anymore yep full stop like that's it. That's all it takes. And then you've got people being like, oh, 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 let me pay, let me spend some more yeah, money. Yeah. I don't want to lose my MLB franchise. And then that's going to be fucking fantastic. You'll have like AAA people like bankrupting themselves trying to get to the MLB. And like, Amazing. It's going to be fantastic. I, I love it. Chaos, baby. <laughs> it's uh, Yes, that is a fan-fucking-tastic idea. Now, with that, though, with that, I, I think that actually one last add-on on the relegation. I think that if you have that kind of setup, you'll have to uh, divorce the teams from owning. Yeah, like, probably. All of, right. So like the White Sox no longer own the Charlotte, you know, Knights. Well, I mean, they. I don't even think they own them. I think it, there's just an affiliation. They're a partnership. But you yeah. just delete, you break those down. Delete those affiliations. But you can have you know 
player scouts or whatever still around where you can poach talent from like you know mm-hmm. your bottom feeder team and be like hey we'll just like buy that player off of you and mm-hmm. then just set up that structure instead of the feeders you know into the affiliated teams um and in that same vein and this is a, this is not a realistic idea again like not not gonna happen <laughs> i want to eliminate the draft Altogether, no drafts. So what this means is that you have players pick their teams, just like college. Like this is not out of the realm of possibility. We see it all the time in college. You you have a guy who's like you know the ace of the staff at like Homewood Fossmore. I don't know whatever. And then he's fucking (laughs) whatever. When I think about baseball powerhouses, I think about (laughs) Homewood Fossmore. Maybe I'll just like insert high school in Chicago. Whatever. Not even in Chicago, Mister Six Hundred Six Area Code Zip Code. Whatever. So, oh yeah, it's super not. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So like, you're Whitney Young High School. <laughs> Another baseball, baseball power. powerhouse, baby. So the ace of their staff, they they just go to whatever college recruits them well enough, and like they're uh-huh. like, hey, we're literally gonna give you a PS5 under the table. Come on and play for our team. So right. it's like this shit happens in college, and like it's That's totally right. fine. They, they I'm and- I'm looking at you, Steve Immick, former coach of North Park <laughs> University, buying me that Jimmy John sandwich you shouldn't have. That's against NCAA regulations. <laughs> uh oh, I'm gonna get North Park in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but also, all it takes to buy Steve Smurf. <laughs> All it takes to buy Steve. Eighteen-year-old Steve was. Uh, <laughs> oh, these guys are gonna buy me sandwiches. I don't know. <laughs> whore me out for money pretty quick. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that is a realistic thing in college. This happens all the time. What that would mean for the MLB, though, is that okay, your recruiter is the next biggest front office guy. Period. That's. That's kind of a cool spin. Like, you'll have these recruiters become, like, valuable assets to your front office. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you'll have people just selling it. And then, you know, the the downside then is that, okay, Yankees just be like, we're the Yankees. You know, like, mm-hmm. come play for the Yankees, right? Um, but what you do in in, like, conjunction with this is you add a salary, a hard salary cap, right? Mm-hmm. It's not this luxury tax threshold shit where you can tell them, like, hey, come, like, we'll recruit you to play for the Yankees, but we can only offer you blah, blah, blah. And then the Baltimore Orioles will be like, hey, you can come play for us, and we'll pay you way too much money, Chris Davis style. And then <laughs> it'll just kind of even itself out, and it would be insanely fun to watch. The the danger It'd of be it then a lot more money pumped into like recruit like recruitment and like what what is the word on like talent uh yes. talent, talent acquisition scouts, talent acquisition um, for baseball but that's what the players want to fix anyway right so they shouldn't be on these rookie deals like not making money and then I, I like this one I, I like think this one it would also even out in the end because then like veterans who have like solid careers would still be valuable like yeah. they like they are now but like i think there it would change it that it's not there's no such thing as a rookie deal like incentivizing their like need for young talent just play, pay the veterans like what they're worth at that point you know anyway absolutely move on to your next one sorry so you're good we <laughs> the, this one is also a little wild you know i was talking about like possibly beefing up front offices in the last one. Right, right. I want to eliminate front offices entirely. Okay, so are you talking like Jackie Moon style? Are you talking like Flint Tropic style? Your 
player, player your GM. your GM, your owner, your coach, your yes. pop singing star <laughs> sensation, Yoan Moncada. <laughs> there it is, baby. Yes. Or yes. Or you know, Le GM instead of LeBron. Like these these things basically happen in the NBA. Right, where, where you where you construct your super teams around the excitement of, I don't know, somebody who is a, a magnetic talent, then accrues all these players like, hey, come play for us. We're gonna fucking win rings. We're gonna win win championships. So, so you, go. you, like the Kanye West style with uh, Donda High School here. Yes, right? exactly. And then, uh, mind you, you can't just like create these massive super teams and like you know expects whatever. So again, I, I think there would need to be a salary cap in this okay. in this situation to maintain a competitive balance. But then you have people who are like, yo, fuck, I uh, I grew up in I don't know. Missouri, so I want to play for the Kansas City Royals. Okay, but they fucking suck. I'm really good. Why don't I convince my buddy who I, you know, went and played college ball at Oregon State with, come on down over here and we'll make a dynasty together. And then there's no fucking front office in the way of like no front office blocking you from doing that. You know, there's no rookie deals. There's no okay. like contracts link. Like it would be again fucking. Chaos, absolute absolutely chaos. chaos. Guaranteed, guaranteed. These that are crazy be, ideas, folks. Don't get be, me wrong. There would be more brawls. There would be more people leaving organizations mid-year. It would be so ridiculous. And I, I am all for the entertainment value. Oh. Hey, we're talking about how Major League Baseball is getting their ass kicked on the entertainment front by basketball and yep. football and even hockey. Shit, this does it. This absolutely does it. So, I mean, maybe keep the owners just so that somebody's cutting the checks, but. Outside of that, players run everything. Fuck the front offices. I love you, Rick Hahn. I really do. Now, (laughs) anyway, so those are those are our ways to fix tanking. That's gonna fix tanking. Maybe just institute all of those things: relegation, no draft, players' own shit, and salary cap. Once again, crazy ideas on today's podcast, folks, but that's what we're here at. This is what happens oh when God. Major League Baseball puts themselves into a lockout. Yeah, hey, you know, it's not our fault. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, do you know what, Tom? Usually by this point in our episode, we usually have a certain segment on, this, uh, on the Sons of Monarchy podcast, and we haven't brought up this segment yet, but shit, I got a bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. All right. Well, I got to talk real quick about this ESPN baseball top 100 players list, okay? (laughs) And my bone to pick is with the same freaking baseball – well, it's not even with the baseball player because he, you know, didn't make this list. But then again, the way this baseball player is viewed is just absolutely insane to me, and it's David Ortiz, okay? (sighs) First and foremost, you know, he got into the hall. First ballot. First ballot. Fucker. You know, and <laughs> wild to me, right? Because in my opinion, he's a one-dimensional play, great hitter, but then again, PEDs, right? We've Literally got, a DH who took PEDs. Exactly. So, I mean, come on now. Yeah. And you're so, and you're gonna bar, as I said last week, you're gonna bar Bonds, you're gonna bar A Rod, you're gonna bar Clemens, and you're gonna put in Poppy. You know, I'm okay, okay with barring A Rod and Clemens because I don't really care about them, but. Bonds is the fucking best player to ever play the game. Don't at me. Wow. Bonds Don't is the best player to ever me. play the game. Oh, oh. No, Babe Ruth is so rude. Fuck you, man. Make it's not even ba- it's not even Babe Ruth for me. It might it might be Willie Mays. Okay. Okay. Um, the catch, baby, the catch. 
Just the catch. That's it. You know, not like the over 600 homers and the <laughs> absurd defense and great speed and true five tool player. Anyway, all that being said, Poppy on this ESPN list was rated 63rd, all the 63rd time. best player of all time with a 55.3 baseball war, baseball reference war, just as a DH, okay? Just as a hitter, okay? So, yeah, I guess he doesn't have defensive value to bring him up, but he also doesn't have defensive value to bring him down. Except for maybe the games he played against uh, NL teams, right, uh, where he had to play some first base. Mm-hmm. But literally, my problem with this list too is that the ten, just even the ten players before him on this list, I would argue easily are all better. Eddie Matthews, Max Scherzer, Max Scherzer who's definitely Cal better. Ripken Jr., definitely Brooks better. Robinson, definitely better. Manny Ramirez, <laughs> even with the PEDs, yes. still better. <laughs> Ozzie Smith, mm-hmm. Harmon Killebrew, Big time. Al Kaline, mm-hmm. Justin Verlander. He should definitely be higher. And then I, I think, is that nine? And then Willie McCovey. I'd argue that Willie McCovey and Poppy are probably on, on a pretty similar playing field. McCovey literally has a fucking body of water named after him. Okay. That's also... <laughs> anyway, should be more like... It, it, McCovey Cove has a ring to it. That's why it's named that. Come on, let's be real. Um, but I will argue that all of those players were much better, especially the first nine that I mentioned yeah. were way better than David Ortiz. Yeah. Um, so I, it's just absolutely absurd to me how – is David Ortiz possibly the most overrated player of, of our growing up generation? He might might be. He broke a drought, right, Like or helped break a drought for the Boston Red Sox. Fuck Boston, by the way, while we're at it. Um, hey, Manny was being Manny too. Don't forget about that time in Boston. So <laughs> – Yes. Now, um, I, I will give a shout out to Keith, my father. He calls it the Eastern Seaboard Programming Network. So <laughs> that's it's it's just got it's gonna have a focus on especially in baseball, Yankees and Red Sox. It's just going to. So you know, yeah. fuck ESPN. Middle fingers up. For Jeff sure, Passen, for sure. The keep East Coast body bias bagging is a real flow flow. Absolutely. Um, and I love that. Shout out to Jeff Passan for wearing his wave suck sh- that was sweatshirt so, on so an ESPN video. Absolutely hilarious. Prime. Um, hashtag one awaiting. Now, <laughs> all that being said, our, our buddy Ryan Ferrucci is in the comments here on Twitter saying uh, that A Rod, I don't know, the A Rod being the best shortstop ever, I will agree with that. I'm not sure where that's uh, what that's related to right now. I think it's related to the ESPN list in general. But I will say this he said Ozzie Smith couldn't hit his weight, which is true. Ozzie Smith was an awful hitter. Like, he is like the stark opposite of what. David Ortiz was. A lot of like, Aussies can't really hit. David Ortiz, hitter only, and then steroid error on top of it. But Ozzy Smith, like, magician at shortstop. Greatest, and I will say, straight up, best defensive shortstop. Just like El Mago. Um, it, well, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> now, I mean, sure, if you want to say, like, Poppy and, and Ozzy Smith, like, on that same level in that way, like, one great defensively, one great offensively, like, Sure, like, but the rest of the players too, like I, they added way more value to their team than David Ortiz ever did. Yes, yeah. So that's my bone to pick. And then on top of that, Albert Pujols was way underrated on this list too. They had Derek Jeter ahead of Albert Pujols. He's the fucking machine. The only statistic that Derek Jeter leads Albert Pujols in foot speed. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, batting average. <laughs> And he probably had, well, let's be real, Albert may have been better at defense. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, uh, well, I also uh, realized what my bone to pick was. I got a bone to pick. Now, um, <laughs> Steve, fuck you again. <laughs> like, again. Of course, I'm getting well, okay. shafted on here. And this was brought up earlier by, I think it was Fruits that said it. You are just coming into this season as if you've been a Bulls fan your whole fucking life. Oh, Jesus, here we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of it, man, because you were basically coming in here with I, your Bulls cap like, I always knew they were number one in the East just because they're back I, up here. I, I, I got to say this. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, here's, here's, here's my thing, okay? My basketball fandom ever since I would say – I got out of high school. I'm a free agent right now. I'm a free. I, I I've been a free agent, right? And you getting me the Bulls socks for my birthday last year, also from Marshalls. Um, you, you know what? What else? There was another Bulls thing that I got. Oh, I've still got my Bulls crew neck sweatshirt Sweater. too, which mm -hmm. is absolute fire. Shout out to my pops. Mm -hmm. Throwback from the '90s. You know, like I got more Bulls stuff than Sixer stuff. And shout out to Ferrucci here, who's, who's still with us in the chat. I was waiting for my Sixers stuff, and nobody got me Sixers stuff. So Bitch. I guess I, you know, <laughs> I like like baseball players could be swayed if we got rid of the draft and we did a recruiting model. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was recruited back to you know the west side of Chicago, baby, 1901 Madison Street, Madhouse on Madison. So and uh, the funniest thing is like uh, this is like a total sidetrack, but it's kind of in the lanes of like we really. Don't need to recruit any more Bulls fans. There's so many Bulls fans in the world. Um, it, like, literally, internationally, nationally, so many Bulls fans. You'll see it, like, pop up. Anytime the team's good, people show up. But <laughs> I think it's funny that people brag on uh, the Bulls always having highest attendance, highest attendance, highest attendance. It's because we have the biggest stadium. Like, that's the only reason. Like, if the, if the fucking Warriors had a bigger stadium than us, they would lead the league in attendance every year. Yeah, I just think it's funny that people brag on that, and it's like, yeah, it's just because the Madhouse is pretty big. Yeah, yeah, compared to a lot of basketball stadiums, right? It's the biggest in the NBA. Full stop. That's did not even know that. Yes, Fun fact. it is the biggest in the NBA, so that's why we always lead attendance because we usually sell out, and it's just <laughs> the biggest stadium. Full. That's that's why. Makes right. me laugh. Makes me laugh. Now, no, fuck oh, you. I've got another bone to pick. Oh, you got another bone to pick. I got a bone to pick. Now, okay. <clears throat> you Oh Jesus, it's still with me? Yes, fuck oh, you, Steve. Geez. Fuck All you right. twice. All right. Now I um said around we were talking around MLK Day because your original uh idea was that baseball would conversations would kind of pick back up around MLK Day and we'd be having baseball by spring training. Mm -hmm. No no problems, no problems. Oh, I didn't I didn't I said spring training would, would be hindered, most likely. But you'd proceed with the regular season, no problems. Yep. It's looking in doubt. They've had meetings for the past, like, week, basically, and not any real progress to speak of. And you were out here. You literally added me, like, after they had two back-to-back -back meetings in, like, the end of January. And you were like, oh, looks like they're going to have baseball after all, Tommy. And I'm like, look, you got my optimism, like, kind of up a little bit. Uh-oh. And now... Look at me. I literally, I set my expectations where I was not going to have a full season of baseball. And then Steve's like, man, they're going to have baseball. And then my expectations went up. And now All I'm right. going to be let down again. So fuck you, Steve. All right. So I will say this. And 
our buddy Alex Rude, who is a, a help, you know, on this podcast, who likes to point out all the things that I say wrong usually, which I appreciate. <laughs> Alex said this. He said he helped me keep it in perspective and helped a bunch of us in a group chat keep it in perspective. What kind of news sells, Tommy? Good news or bad news? Bleeds, it leads. Right, right. If it bleeds, it leads, right? These baseball writers who are able to be on the beat and report on what's going on with these conversations between Major League Baseball and the Players Union, right? Jeff Passan. They are reporting from a more, I don't know, jaded stance, right? Because that's what's going to get eyes, okay? So keep this into per- I think we have to keep everything into perspective, right? It's still early February. It's still early February. Talks are still continuing. Yes, it, it, there are certain things that are happening that don't look good for the start of baseball by opening day. Pitchers and catchers should have already reported. This would be around the time. All that being said, just keep everything in perspective. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Keep watching the Bulls. I don't know what the uh, – I don't know what – yes, watch the Bulls. <laughs> I, I don't know what the offshore betting odds are right now for Major League Baseball Ooh. starting on time. But if it's plus odds, I'd say that's good value. I'd say it's good value. I'd See, say throw down. Look, now I'm just – fuck you again because now I'm going <laughs> to have my optimism up again and I'm going to have to like when – the, when the games start in fucking April ha- – midway through April, I'm going to be like right. motherfucking you up, all up and down the street. Fair enough. So you can do that. Now, you already do that on a weekly basis anyway, <laughs> so it, not, not much has changed. That's true. That's true. Okay, I think you had more to bring to us. I I, I keep interrupting you with by, by swearing at you. So no, it's all it's all good. All right. Well, I, you know, this is going to be a little bit of a different segment this week, but I want to take a couple minutes to talk about something that I learned about this week. I had no idea this even happened. Continuing this education. Was this, this exactly continuing my education, not just a master's degree, but random stuff that I I find <laughs> on, on Twitter and then read up about later. Um, I had no idea that there was a 1913 and 1914 baseball world tour that the white Sox were a part of did you know this N- no i kn- well okay you know why it's ringing a bell because i i read this in the notes and i was like i think i did hear that i've been drinking a little bit but <laughs> there it is <laughs> shout out to the beer mosas that tommy's wife kichi made for us they were fantastic i forgot how good beer mosas are and the best beer to make a beer mosa with tom miller high life baby Miller high life so prime as ever shout out to kichi they, it was a great call today um, Got us going. But shortly after the 1913 World Series, John McGraw, uh, the manager of the New York Giants, and Charles Comiskey, who... Comiskey. It, it, inning? Inning? Comiskey. Inning? Comiskey. Say them both. Comiskey. Inning? Right. Comiskey. Whatever. <laughs> who, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were telling a story. You were telling a story. Which is really funny because, like, an <laughs> owner of one team and a manager of another, which really shows you, like, where the power balance was on each of those teams. Yeah. Like, ownership for the White Sox and then the manager on the other team. Yeah. But they talked about a, you know, a promotional tour around the globe. And what that looked like was this World Baseball Tour, which started in 1913 as like a barnstorming around uh, America to different cities and whatever. But it was between the White Sox and the Giants. And it wasn't all White Sox players on one side and all Giants players on the other. They actually pieced together some players from other teams. Uh, But they performed as these teams. Um, And it's just like so fascinating to me that this existed in baseball because I had no idea. Um, They didn't start overseas until... 
they went to Japan. They went to Japan in late November. They eventually moved on. Uh, they went from Japan to the Philippines uh, to Australia to what was at the time New South Wales <laughs> um, <laughs> to British colony Ceylon, which is now Sri Lanka. They went to Cairo in Egypt. They went to South France. They went to Rome. They went to London. Um, and what's really funny is actually the White Sox won more games than the Giants did. So fun fact, the White Sox won really the World Series, right? <laughs> Fun fact. You like what I did there? But all that the only World Series ever. All that being said, I know the I know that the baseball, you know, major not major league baseball, but baseball in general has the World Baseball Classic now. Right. Which is supposed to happen every four years. The pandemic has put a hold on that. I think that Major League Baseball and the other major baseball leagues in other countries around the world should really start, you know, teaming together and, and working on this international influence. Um, you know, basketball did it in the 90s um, with, you know, the Michael Jordan superstars at tour and whatever mm-hmm. um, in the major cities in, in Europe. And I think they also went over to Asia. Um, but, I mean, Major League Baseball is losing national or losing international influence as a league. Right. Um, and, and I think that's great in some situations like the Japanese league is growing, like it's in, like growing in, in popularity in, in, whatever, yeah. in Cuba, uh, the KBO when um, the pandemic hit over here and Major League Baseball Daniel got Palco. delayed. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I just, you know, obviously nobody from Major League Baseball offices is listening to this conversation. But something to think about is what would happen if. Major League Baseball grew its influence overseas. Right. What if our greatest superstars, which are the greatest players in the game right now, started to stretch their influence internationally? Could I mean, make for a you know a more profitable, mm-hmm. on top of that, for owners and, and, and for Major League Baseball in general, but also a more exciting game. Why don't we just have an all-star game where we, you know, year after year we go to a different country, right? So the all-star team plays like in Japan against, like, the all-stars of the KBO, or the fucking KBO, the Japan, Japanese league. Then you have the all-stars uh, during all-star weekend, right? You don't have to change the schedule. You don't have to, like, right. add games onto the end of the schedule. But just have, instead of the all-stars, do, do an all-MLB team. And even better, you could stretch the all-star break. We all know that these players have a long, grueling 162-game year. Why not? And then this kind of plays into my shortening up the regular season a little yep. bit. Shorten up the regular season, make a longer all-star break. So that's high key. I mean, who wouldn't watch that? Like that would be, be fun. really fun and exciting stuff. I will say, you know, I didn't really watch the Caribbean World Series that they did. That were right, like, right. You know, Puerto Rico, Cuba, like all the all these teams, like. Mm-hmm. The, the teams for the like the na- the island nations played each mm-hmm. other and it was apparently a really fucking fun time like I watched a couple highlights that were they were pretty hype but imagine then that you have players and teams that you know going and playing those teams I I would watch it I would absolutely watch it for it sure. would be fire and then you could also like pick up on international like scouting stuff on these guys like ESPN picks up the broadcast fuck ESPN but like you know a, a national broadcast of this game then talks about all the players on the other teams that this is high key a really good idea we are fixing baseball today absolutely let's man go. let's hey tear it down 
just like ju- hey, just like the education system. I talk about this all the time with people. <laughs> all right. Well, we're an hour. We're usually yes. an hour long podcast. So yes. maybe we should start wrapping this thing up, Tom. Yes. Now, um, I guess usually I ask you, do you have any final thoughts? Because you usually do. Okay. So. I got some more 108 tourney bits from my inside source. I'm not going to say who this inside source is, but all that being said, I do have some info. So first and foremost, we have an idea. Uh, Beef Loaf, our guy at Mr. Delicious 13, said something about unmuting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he popped on the he popped on the Twitter.com and posted something that said something along the lines of Yeah. There's gonna be people that he's muted for this past year that he's unmuting now and is going to then And in that tweet he didn't name drop, but I'm gonna name drop it right now. It's Gabe. I love you, Gabe, but it's definitely Gabe. hundred percent. Gabe, I hope that you make a run in the final four in the tourney this year, man. You deserve it. <laughs> We need it. All right. Second thing. That's funny. I uh, I yeah. I, that's not really like a scoop that we had. That's just like a. <laughs> that's just a 108. In inhibition. I also absolutely. <laughs> um, back to the scoops. Back to the might scoops. be a scoop. All right. Another scoop that I have. Although thirst traps have become a very big thing on White Sox Twitter, especially over the past week, there will be no boobs region in the 108 tourney. Um, however, I have heard that thirst traps are encouraged throughout the tournament. Of course. You know, um, that's definitely, <laughs> yeah, I think the boobs region is out for, you know, sexism reasons. Possibly, I will, but I, hey, you know what? I'm not here to discriminate. Steve. Also looking at Gabe. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is out of love. This is out of love. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Final piece of information. That I have received. The scoop, there it is, that I received. This is the big one. This is the big one. There is a former one seed of the tournament that is no longer a one seed. And it's not White Sox Dave, because obviously he's not going to be in the tournament again. But there's a former one seed that will be in the tournament that is no longer a one seed. We were not told who. Tom, do you want to take any guesses? Well, we chatted once we heard the scoop. Fanson62. (laughs) Fuck you. I, there's no way they're gonna put him in. There's no way. No, absolutely not. There's no. He's not even on Twitter anymore. No. Okay. The but we chatted. Yes. And our guy, who's knocked you out of the tournament back to back years twice in a row. Shy Sox fan Mike is been a little quieter. Um, yeah. This, this season. It's been a tough off season. Year. It's been a tough off season. So, it makes sense to me that like he might be dropped in the rankings. I mean, if I only tweet about White Sox baseball, he definitely only tweets about White Sox baseball. Yes. So, and it's been a rough off season. It's been a quiet off season for the White Sox, and a not so fun one with everything that's going on with the CBA. So, so there's a scoop plus our speculation for that you. That is our speculation. Former one seed, no longer. I will agree with that. I don't think it, I don't think he's going to be a one seed this year. I'm excited to see who he's paired up against, though. Yeah, and uh, regardless, I'll be excited to find out if we're correct or what one seed then is dropped. So That's right. Very interesting stuff out here in these 108 tourney streets. It's coming soon, too. So. Beef Loaf's got to be a former one seed, too, right? Can he make himself a non-one seed? <laughs> 
Well, only if my socks, Summer, and Treasy come out here and say, like, yeah, no, fuck you. You're not a one seed anymore. Hashtag fuck me, folk 2022. <laughs> Keep it alive. Keep it alive. Let's go. All right. Those are my final thoughts. Tom, what do you got to wrap us up on? Oh, man. Well, it's good. it's been a good time. It's our first time actually live streaming, like, a full podcast with the paid service. As you can see, we have... A- our logo here now. Hey, <laughs> so, look at that, baby. So Check yeah, out that logo. We're going to be trying to live stream a little bit more, a little bit more, kind of get into that That's vein right. of Twitter and, uh, and enjoy ourselves, um, get out there and talk to people a little bit more. So I uh, hope you enjoyed it. That- That's right. Oh, yeah. well, we are missing our big announcement. This Thursday, make sure you tune in. We have some very special guests. We will announce them now. It's our 108th episode. 108th episode is this upcoming Thursday. And so we chatted to the 108 guys, not just one of them, not just two of them, but all three of them will be on our podcast. So we are very excited to host them. It's on their off week. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Some crazy stuff might be going down. So make sure you tune God. in. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath for both of us. I'm assuming we're just going to get shat on the whole time. Absolutely. But Should we're going to make be. sure that Beef Wolf does not sabotage our podcast <laughs> this time around. I'll let the other guys do it. Cherizi, My Suck Summer, absolutely can sabotage our podcast beef. Not this time. Alrighty. Well, we are well over an hour here now. I we, we love you people. We are very, very excited about our 108th episode. But in Han, we trust. Tune in next week. Actually, this Thursday. You must. Have a good one, everybody.